0: Hirrahman Rahim, Alhamdulillah, Hirabila Alameen, Wasola to Wasalam, Ala Ashrafil Ambia, Ivan Mursalin, Sayyidina Mohammed, Wala Alihi, Wasahbihi, Ajmain, Wamantabi Ahumbi Hassan in Ilayomidin, Respected elders, Dear brothers and sisters, my young friends, Asalamu Alaikum, Rahmatullah, Hitalam, Barakatu. Alhamdulillah, it's great to be back And it's great to see you all on one of the few days of the year When we get to see our neighbors Because normally what happens on Fridays is, Of course it's a weekday So people are at work Children are at school So today is one of the few years of few days Or perhaps the only day in the year when we get an opportunity to see our brothers and sisters, young and old, who live in our neighborhood. Of course, the reason for that is because today is considered to be Good Friday, which is one of the major, if not the most major holiday in Christianity. It is the day when Christians celebrate what they believe to be the crucifixion of Isa alayhi salam Of Jesus Peace be upon him on the cross We believe What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Tells us in the Quran That salabuhu, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says That they did neither kill him Regarding Isa alayhi salam This is our belief This is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us That they did neither kill him nor crucify him. But they were deluded by resemblance. They were mistaken, they were deluded by resemblance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala perhaps made it appear that that is what had happened. That is the impression that they got. But that was not the reality. Isa alayhi salam, Jesus peace be upon him, was neither killed nor crucified. But yes, there were people. There were people who had plotted to kill Isa alayhi salam. And they thought that they did. And my brothers and sisters, this is not the first time. This is not the first time that such an event occurred. And if you think about it, it sounds horrific. It's terrible. Plotting to kill anyone, but to plot to kill a prophet, a messenger of Allah, this is something which is unconscionable for the Muslim But there were other plots as such as well To kill other prophets Such as Musa السلام, And the plot mentioned About the three messengers in Surah Yasin And of course there was the plot To assassinate the beloved messenger of Allah وسلم, as well Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us about past nations who committed this serious, very serious crime. They were covered with humiliation and misery that they drew on themselves. They drew on themselves the wrath of Allah. Why? This. Because they went on rejecting the signs of Allah and slaying His messengers. And slaying His messengers. وَيَقْتُلُونَ النَّبِيِّينَ بِغَيْرِ Without just cause. ذَلِكَ بِمَا عصوا وَكَانُوا يَعْتَدُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, this is because they rebelled and went on transgressing. So we know that this is something that happened in the past. And in each case, in each case, there was hatred for the message. There was hatred for the message of the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There was hatred towards the messenger. The messengers were slain, were killed. There were believers who were killed or who were threatened to be killed. They were mocked. They were mocked and they were made fun of. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, Ya ayyuhallaveen amanu. La kufara O you who believe, take not for friends and protectors, those who take your religion for a mockery or for a sport, for a play. Meaning that there are people like that, who think of your religion as a joke. Whether among those who receive the scriptures before you, or among those who reject the faith. Don't take them as your close friends and as your protectors. If they cannot respect your religion, if they're going to make a mockery of your religion, then be careful about becoming very close to such people. Similarly, today we find that there are Muslims, alhamdulillah. Yet many times, sometimes we find that Islam is portrayed as a problem. That there's something wrong with Islam. This is what we are told. This is what we are led to believe. That Muslims are somewhat incompatible. We are out of place. And then we see different forms of expressions of that hate and that dislike and that contempt. To be clear, the majority of people, the majority of our neighbors, the majority of our fellow citizens, don't appear to be hateful. And in fact, we should be very grateful. Every single one of us should be extremely grateful, be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the situation in which we are in. Here in Canada, is a lot, lot better compared to many other places in the world. If not most or all the places, various countries around the world, alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us a great blessing, a great opportunity, To be living the way that we do With the safety and security that we enjoy And the freedoms and the rights that we enjoy So let us not forget that And let us always be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And to those who thought of this and made it possible It didn't just happen on its own There are people There are many, many people Many, many good people And fair-minded people Who are our friends, our neighbors Our colleagues, our fellow citizens And who stand up For these rights, for all of us And we should be thankful to them as well There's a lot of people who are willing to be fair Who want to know the truth They even want to know more about Islam Not necessarily because they want to convert or anything like that But they just want to know they, They have an open mind And they are willing to learn without judging They just want to know Many other aspects of Islam that we don't talk about Recently, Alhamdulillah, I had the opportunity to be a human book at the CBC's Human Library. And it just gives me, the second time this year, uh, this time, Alhamdulillah, and it always gives me a, a great glimpse into what is on people's minds. And what I found was, you don't get to meet too many people because the time is limited. It's only for, you know, one day, for a few hours but you really get a taste of, of, a glimpse of what is, what people are thinking about and what they want to know. Right? And what I learned was, they, they have a lot of curiosity about things that we don't often talk about. What we believe in. Why do we believe in what we believe in? How can Muslims appear to be so strong in their faith, believe it or not? A lot of times people see us and they think that, wow, you know, look at these Muslims. They look at, it with, with us, at us with admiration many times. Alhamdulillah. They look at these Muslims, you know, they're facing, there's so much negativity, but still, mashallah, they call themselves Muslims. Their sisters who wear hijab and they go out in public like that. So they actually admire that strength and that courage and want to know where is that coming from. You know, these are some of the things that people want to know about and they're willing to learn. Then, yes, of course, there is a group of haters. And they try to jump. At every opportunity to stir the pot, to cause some trouble, to vilify us, and to portray us in a negative light. Sometimes it is an action by an individual, sometimes it's some actions by a group of individuals who claim to be Muslims. And this is portrayed as the standard of our faith, of our community, that this is how Muslims are. Now our communities, alhamdulillah, have worked hard, and have been working hard, to address these issues. But there will always be work to be done. You know, we think about what's going on, and we think, okay, what is the solution? And we think about these grand plans, and these grand discussions. But you know what? There always will be work to be done. We're in the dunya, this is not a perfect place. We don't live in utopia. There always will be work to be done. There always will be challenges. There always will be issues that we'll have to deal with. Okay, so we will never attain full full perfection. Where we have nothing to worry about and, and, and nothing to do okay, We will always have issues We will always have things that we will have to deal with This is the reality of life And this life, as we know, is a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will test us in different ways That is bound to happen That is certain to happen As mentioned earlier This hatred and this animosity is nothing new it's not new it's existed at the time of every prophet it existed at the time of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and it exists today as well though what is changing what is happening is that it appears to be becoming more and more prominent now there's a new there's a few figures who are very prominent i don't want to take any names because i don't want to give them extra attention okay these people spew hatred they spew garbage because that is what makes them popular and it gets magnified in the media. And everyone else starts thinking that, oh, this is how everyone else is thinking, and so I should think the same way as well. Or even if they don't agree with it, they think everyone else around me is thinking the same way. Okay, nothing could be further from the truth. Nothing could be further from the truth. Okay, so you have to be very careful about becoming depressed and becoming negatively influenced by the actions of a few people that are made to appear like that is the norm, when in fact, that is not the norm. Okay? So the first thing that we must make sure that we don't do, we'll talk, I'll talk about what we need to do. But less, One thing that we might need to make sure we don't do is respond with ignorance. Do not respond with ignorance. That's especially for my young friends, our youth, our children, right, who are seeing all of this. Do not respond with ignorance. The Muslim, the believer, does not respond in an imprudent or in a Ignorant fashion. That is not the way that a Muslim should respond. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala tells us that Ya yuhallavina amanu kunu qawamina lillahi shohada O you who believe, stand out firmly for Allah as witnesses to justice, as witnesses to fair dealing. And Allah Subhanahu wa Taala tells us something very important we should take note of: wala yajrimannakum shanaanu ala ta'adilu. And let not the dislike or the hatred of others to you make you swerve to wrong and depart from justice. Just because someone dislikes you, someone, just because someone is your enemy or you dislike someone, that is not a good enough of a reason to move away from being just. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to be fair and to be just even with those who are not good to us, even with those that you do not get along with, even those who want harm for you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Be just. Do not let that hatred, that enmity, that animosity move you away from being just. This is one of the basic qualities, characteristics of a believer that you must always be fair and you must always be just. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I'dilu huwa Be just, that is closest to piety and fear Allah. Inna Allah Khabirum Bimaun for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is well acquainted, is well knowing of all that you do. So this is the basic principle for every single believer that you must always, always be fair and you must always be just, regardless of who regardless of who you are dealing with, regardless of how bad someone may be towards me, towards us, you must always respond with fairness and with justice. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also said. وَلَا يَجْرِمَنَّكُمْ شَنَآنُ قَوْمٍ أَنْ صَدُّوكُمَ عَنِ الْمَسْجِدِ الْحَرَامِ أَنْ Tatadu Addressing the believers and addressing the Prophet ﷺ Let not the hatred of some people in who once shut you out from the from Masjid al-Haram did not allow you to enter Makkah did not allow you to enter into the Masjid al-Haram to perform a Umrah don't let that hatred lead you to transgression Okay, so yes, you were wrong. The believers were wrong when they were not allowed to enter. And they had a right to enter into the city of Mecca to perform Umrah, the Prophet ﷺ and the rest of the companions. But because they wronged you once, it does not mean that it should lead you to transgression and to act against them in a wrongful manner. And instead, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us how we should respond. Golden rule golden principle for every single Muslim Repel evil with that which is best Repel evil with that which is best Don't repel evil with evil If there's a fire going on And a fire department comes along And adds more fire to that fire What's gonna happen? If there's a fire that's burning And someone tries to come And wants to solve the problem And puts more oil on that fire What's gonna happen to that fire? Is it going to be extinguished? No, it's not When there's a fire, what do you put on it? You put water on that fire Unless it's an oil fire actually If there's an oil fire in the kitchen Then you don't put water on that okay, Otherwise you're going to have a major problem Put salt instead Or you should have a fire extinguisher inside your kitchen Okay, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us ادفع هي أحسن السي- uh, Repel evil With that which is best. So as a believer, we should always think in every single situation as believers, we should be thinking that if there is evil, if there is something wrong, how is the best way I can respond to this? What is the way that I can respond to this that the situation actually gets better? That there is hope and potential for it to improve and not become worse? So what do we do? Four steps. Four steps. Number one. Number one, my brothers and sisters, we correct ourselves. We correct ourselves. The biggest, one of the biggest diseases we have is we're always looking at others and not looking at ourselves when it comes to our shortcomings and our weaknesses. We're always ready to criticize others. Always ready. Ask about anyone else in the world, we have a long list of things that people need to do in order to correct the problems of the world. But what about myself? What about me? Right. So we start with ourselves. And many times what happens is we give ammunition to the haters. We give ammunition to people through our own misdeeds and our own ignorance of Islamic teachings. And we reinforce the stereotypes that exist. Right? We have violence in our homes. This is a stereotype. You try to say, oh, not everyone is like that. But unfortunately, it is just as much as a reality in our homes as it is in the homes of others. Right? Sometimes there are cases where we, you know, sometimes make things up, right? We want to get attention. There's cases like this, unfortunately. Yes, I'm telling you this. Cases where people want attention on themselves, and they'll make up stories. Not always, but happens sometimes. Our youth, uneducated sometimes. Forget about the knowledge of deen, but also academic knowledge. Knowledge of the dunya. Slacking, right? Find ourselves getting involved in different shady activities here and there, right? This is not the way of our messenger, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. This is not the way of our believers, of the believers. Okay, to be uneducated, to be people who don't know anything about the world, who are walking around wasting time, joining gangs. This is not the way of the believers the way of the believers is to be positive contributors to be positive members of society so that we are not seen as a burden on society right but rather we are people who are helping make society better We are making things better right we are improving things we're helping people this is what we should be doing you know, no one is perfect Right, of course, we will make mistakes. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, forgive us for our mistakes. But before we do something, before we say something, we need to think. Think before you speak. Think before you do something. Okay, this is what we learned from the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Consider the consequences of one's actions with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and for the community as well. Brothers, if I can please ask you to move forward and fill in all the gaps. Khair. So, learn, let's learn to correct ourselves. Learn about our deen. Learn about our faith from the people of knowledge and piety. This is another big one. Not just anyone who knows how to rant on YouTube. This is not someone to learn our deen from. Someone. Who knows how to rant for an hour on YouTube Does not mean that they're qualified That we take our deen from them This again is for our young people Okay, especially Okay, because there's many characters like that You see, there's lots of benefits to the internet And YouTube and so on But there's some downsides as well Downside, One of the downsides is Anyone can go and say anything they want And portray themselves as being MashaAllah's an lama you know, a great scholar Talk about every single issue in the world no credentials. No knowledge. No study. No certification. Right? You got to be careful about that. So learn your deen from the people of knowledge and piety. Okay? Who are known in their communities. Who are respected in their community. This is very important. Now, I'm not saying you come and learn from me. I don't know anything. Okay? Don't, don't come to me. Okay? But we have scholars in our communities. We have people who are knowledgeable. And they are known as such. The community respects them as such. These are the people you should be taking your dean from. Okay, don't sit on the internet and take your dean from people who you know nothing about. You can never talk to them. You can never meet them. They live in a different world. Yeah, no, that's not what should be happening. That's not to say that there's a there's, there's the, there's the shortage of, of great scholars around the world. Of course not. There's great scholars. There's great scholars out there. But in today's age, when you're not able to differentiate who is who, then you should be taking your deen from people that you know and that are local in your communities, that you have access to, and that are known for their knowledge and their piety amongst the community. Okay, So learn, become confident in your faith, in your practices, and be positive contributors. It breaks my heart. You just came through tax season. I know there's some accountants here as well. It breaks my heart. To know that there's people in our community who are cheating on their taxes. I'm serious. It is haram to cheat on your taxes. Do not cheat. You know why it's haram? Because you're signing a declaration that yes, I am telling the truth, and that is a false declaration. How are you gonna defend that in front of Allah subhanahu wa (coughs) ta'ala? How what answer are you gonna give to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? when that, that form is shown to you, or well, you've done it online maybe, so you've ticked that box, and it's shown to you that, yes, I'm telling the truth, and you're a Muslim, and you're lying on your taxes, you're cheating, you're involved in fraudulent activities. These are not minor things. These are serious things. These are not minor. This just doesn't affect you, it affects the entire ummah. It affects the entire community. These are the little things. You may think they're little, but if you're not going to fix these things, then it's going to have an impact on the larger picture. And it is having a, an impact on the larger picture. Okay, my brothers and sisters, this is something to be careful about. Become positive contributors. Don't cheat. The Prophet ﷺ never cheated anyone. Even the disbelievers, even his biggest enemies, when they had given him trust, and he was holding their things, he made sure that when he left Makkah those items of trust were returned to their rightful owners. The Prophet ﷺ was an honest... Man, he was a truthful man. If you're from the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, how can we be living our lives in in, in, in in cheating and deceit? Not just with the government, with our family members, with our neighbors, our friends. Ahya in Allah, we're not going to get anywhere this way, my brothers and sisters. Let us think about that. Inshaallah. Secondly, be proud of being Muslim. Don't be afraid. Don't hide your identity. It's not a crime to be a Muslim. It's not a crime to be a Muslim. So don't act like a criminal when you're not one. The person who hides is the criminal who hides. The person who has done something wrong, that is the person who tries to hide. If you're a Muslim, you're a true, sincere Muslim, you have not done anything wrong. You have absolutely no reason to hide. So walk with your head up high. Be proud of who you are as a Muslim. You have the right to absolutely believe in whatever you want to believe in. You have absolutely the right to practice your faith as you wish, as long as you, don't, as long as you don't deprive others of their rights, and you don't hurt anyone. Okay? So you have absolutely the full 110% right to believe in what you want and to practice your faith as you wish. And if people think that I'm strange or I'm weird because of my faith, frankly, that's their problem. That is, their problem, it's not my problem. Okay, so that should not bother me. The Prophet has told us that Islam began as something strange. It will become something strange. Again, just like it was in the beginning. Okay, so in the beginning, Islam was something new. It was very strange for people. That you have this concept of the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa taala and Allah sent messenger. They could not believe that you would be resurrected once again and you'll be questioned about our, our, our deeds and our actions. This was completely strange You know, all of these practices Our beliefs were completely strange to them And then there came a time When Islam was accepted People knew about Islam People were practicing Islam Prophet Islam tells us And it will become strange again Just like it was in the beginning So give glad tidings to the strangers Blessed are the strangers Okay, so if you feel strange Because of your faith If you feel out of place Then that's a good thing There's nothing bad about that that's okay. That's okay. The believers know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who is in control. Okay? So behave confidently. I can't tell you how important it is, the behavior, the message that a person sends through their behavior. I'm not saying be foolish. Don't be foolish. Be wise, be rational, right? be calculated. But at the same time, don't be afraid. Yes, fear is natural. Part of it is natural. It comes naturally. But don't entertain yourself, don't entertain a mindset of fear, don't live a life of fear. Know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who is in control. If the entire world gathered, the hadith of the Prophet tells us that, if the entire world, if all the people in the world gathered and tried to harm you, nobody could harm you except what Allah has already destined. And if they all gathered and tried to help you, they would not be able to help you even a little bit except for what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already written. Okay? So hold your head up high, be proud of your identity, and be confident. And don't be afraid. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an about believers who were martyred. And even in that situation, they were not afraid. That is those to whom people said, إِنَّ nasa that people have gathered against you. فخشوهم. So fear them. This is what people told them. They said, everyone has gathered against you. The people are all gathered to harm you. So you should be afraid of them. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, what happened? The opposite happened. فَزَادَهُمْ imana. What did it do? It increased them in their faith. And they said, وَقَالُوا وَحَسْبُنَ اللَّهُ وَنِعْمَ الْوَكِيلُ Allah is fully sufficient for us And the best one in whom to trust Okay So what did we learn from this? The true quality of a believer Is not to get afraid It's to be the opposite People try to make me afraid I'm gonna say no problem I'm not gonna be afraid Allah is with me I have nothing to be afraid of You can try to scare me all you want It's not gonna happen Number three, reach out to whomever you can. Studies have shown, my brothers and sisters, that knowing a Muslim has a direct correlation with having a positive view of Islam and Muslims. The more people get to interact with Muslims, the better their understanding and their impression of Muslims. If they don't know them, the greater the chances of them having misunderstandings and misconceptions about Islam and Muslims. So, to fight hate and discrimination and to change perceptions, we need to reach out to people. We need to reach out to people. It's natural that when we are afraid, we feel like we're on the spotlight, we want to hide, we want to cover up, and we just want to, you know, clam up. Okay? But actually, we need to do the opposite again. Okay? So, reach out to your co workers, to your colleagues, to your neighbors, to politicians, anyone you can. Don't hide your faith. Be proud about your faith. And deal with them according to the teachings of the Prophet Wasallam, which is the teachings of kindness and mercy. Okay? With compassion. This is the way to fight evil. Is to show a better way. Remember this. This is some, one thing I've learned. That you can talk all you want. You can criticize all you want. But if you show a better way, that is a lot more powerful. Okay? So don't waste your time on criticizing negativity. Put your energy towards showing a better way. Try to be friendly with your neighbors. Reach out to them. Look out for them. A major part of Islam, major part of Islamic teachings, reaching out to your neighbors. Be a good neighbor. Be helpful in the times of need. Whether it's a neighbor who's next to your to, next door to your home to your house, whether it's at work, whether it's on, in the line at the supermarket. And believe me, mashallah, these efforts do have a positive impact. And I'm seeing those. And I've seen. Positive effects, mashallah. And I've heard about those positive effects. Even the power of a smile. The power of a smile. Don't underestimate the power of a smile. There's a reason why the Prophet ﷺ told us that this is charity. That this is also a form of charity. Right? Try it. Try it and keep doing it. And that smile of yours, inshallah, will soften the hardest of hearts. It has happened. And inshallah, it will happen again. Our efforts in the community continue as well. So alhamdulillah, we've had some uh, multi-faith events, had a number of church presentations as well. People want to know about Islam, they want to know about our beliefs, our practices, and so on and so forth. So we will continue to do that inshaAllah. And we will continue to try to do our part to counter this hate and ignorance. And then we're going to leave it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Try your best, leave for Allah the rest. always remember that. Try your best. Leave for Allah the rest Because the results are not in our hands We are not responsible for the results The results are with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Our job is to make that effort Is to have that concern and to make that effort Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take care of the rest inshaAllah Finally my brothers and sisters All of this is great But long lasting and genuine success Protection Cannot come without the permission and grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Okay, so if we ever think That we can move away from the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And make all the efforts in the world And that we're gonna get results We're fooling ourselves Remember that You're fooling yourself If you think that you can make actions And you be involved in activism And doing all of this great stuff While disregarding your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala It doesn't work that way Okay so we must, every single one of us, myself included We must build and sustain our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Take care of your worship Increase your worship You know, we want to increase in everything else in the world We want a better job We want a better position We want a better degree We want better grades right? We want a better life We want a better car We want a better phone right? Sometimes we want a better spouse okay? But when it comes to our deen where is that desire for better? How come we are ready for mediocre when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? La ilaha illallah. So if we apply that standard to everything else in the world, we should be applying it to our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as well. Okay? So let us keep that in mind. To increase your worship, take care of your worship, purify this heart. This is the center of the issue. This is where the, This is where the roots are. So purify this heart of love for material and temporary things. Love for fame. The love for oneself. You know, and so many diseases that we have that are harp that are sitting in there. Right? Not physical diseases, well we may have those as well, but jealousy, right? Anger. Right? All of the stuff that's hiding deep inside our heart. Unlawful lust. You know, all of these things have an impact. Everything is connected. Everything is connected to one another, right? If we try to just resolve one area, and we ignore the rest, that's just a band-aid solution. That's just a band-aid solution. That's like taking Tylenol for, you know, some major disease. That's just a band-aid solution. So it's all connected, and it all needs to be addressed. So replace, whatever is in this heart, must be replaced my brothers and sisters with the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Love for Rasulullah with humility, with respect, respect for Allah and the things that are associated with Him. Pure love and pure concern for our fellow believers and all of the creation of Allah. Let us place our trust in Allah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that if anyone puts their trust in Allah, sufficient is Allah for them. So my brothers and sisters, let us be positive. Let us celebrate the good. Be grateful and be happy for the gifts that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. Most importantly, our iman. This is the greatest gift that Allah has given us. So be happy and be grateful for that. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unite our hearts. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect all the people of the world from all types of evil. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala purify our hearts. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us those who are most pleasing to Him. Amin wa khair daman hamdulillahirabbil alamin. Inshallah, uh, we have the ILED conference, as I've mentioned before, coming up. Inshallah.